Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you this blessed Christmas Eve from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Plenty of events have tried to overshadow the Christmas story. Sometimes things are so big in the world it can't be ignored. This happened, as some of you actually might remember, I wasn't born yet, but you might remember what had happened on a Christmas Eve in 1968. Apollo 8 and three astronauts were the around the moon. Not land on it, that's later, okay? This is to orbit. But to mark the occasion, maybe you remember, not as many TVs back then, but there was a TV broadcast that showed pictures of the Earth as has never been seen before. To end their transmission, people heard the astronauts read the story, but the Bible's account, the first ten verses of creation. Now, I'm sure back in those days, church attendance was certainly very strong. Even while what happened, though, at that time became one of the most watched television events, they say, in history. What were people considering in 1968 on Christmas Eve? And it makes us wonder about the same thing tonight. What are people wondering in 2021? The overshadowing of Christmas happens. We have a world held within changes of history. We're all part of it. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus. History was in the making by that ruler of all the world. What we face before life today can easily be captivating. Changes can bring both glory, as you know, and fear upon the world. And Luke, right in the Gospel reading, right from the start, wants us to remember nothing in history is big enough to overshadow God's plan. Everything actually worked out to make for the perfect Christmas, to bring forth the gospel. What the Old Testament looked forward to all those long ago in faith as they looked forward to God's promise, born of the Virgin Mary, we tonight look back in faith upon all things fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Recalling Christmas is to speak the truth to the hearts and men for comfort and joy that the world can't give. Christmas puts God in a manger and this, my friends, has changed everything before a world wrapped up with a history history full of fear, death, and darkness. The creator of all loves his creation. Genesis gives the facts how God created, don't they? 
But Bethlehem tells us God cares a great deal about this creation. Like any governing, Caesar had his doings, and that that made kind of for an uncomfortable time and untimely means for for, for the holy family. What men were, though, did not compare to the better news that was on the horizon. You heard what was on the horizon. The time came for her to give birth. Just the fact of a newborn child proclaims God's love for creation. However, the Christ child is the creator, now tied to his creation. And so as promised by Isaiah, you heard, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Christmas celebrates not the work of men, but love. God worked because he cares. Instead of a do-over for creation, or fiddling with the problems like we feel that we can fix so easily, God has changed everything by the child born of the Virgin Mary. You heard tonight, St. John, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. Jesus had a natural birth. But he is God in our flesh without sin, able to cast out the fears of a fallen creation. And so Luther writes this on one of his Christmas sermons. You will see how great is the divine goodness, which seeks above all else that you should not despair. Trust him. Trust him. Here is the child in whom is salvation. And so there is a a silence over this care by God cradled for us in a manger. That's why the church traditionally sings Silent Night. The first words that came over the birth of Christ weren't at that scene at all, were they? They were out in the fields with shepherds. Words spoken by the angels. Mary kept quiet outside of giving birth and all that stuff, but she was quiet. She wasn't saying anything, really. And if you think about that, that is very different, unlike Eve. Remember Eve? Genesis notes how the mother of humanity, the mother of us all, boasted over her firstborn child, Cain. And you know how that story went downhill. Mary had plenty of doings as the mother of God, but she only, as you heard tonight, had to ponder in her heart how God was able to redeem humanity in Jesus. How wonderful the angels were already delivering that message of God's first shepherds, people, life, and of the the scene of what most would see. 
It remains the message to you celebrate in your families. Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. The birth of Jesus is pure gospel. Mapped out by grace to save his people from their sin. Jesus says, as you know, much later, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You are not alone on Christmas or your whole life, no matter how it may look or feel. While changes before life captivate for good and bad, God's comfort with Christ in a manger is joy bound to that cross made for his sacrifice, not ours. Christmas exalts the humble to come. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And so the Lord dwells with us for all blessing. Everything has changed with the permanence of God born in a manger. Didn't feel like it with Mary and Joseph as they were getting pulled around for registrations and figuring out their bills and everything else that goes with life. But they were blessed with Jesus. When the shepherds saw the babe in swaddling clothes, they were blessed too. Not with a show, but to believe what the angels told them. Since the Lord came in such lowly means, they were blessed to return to their lives unashamed, but to praise and glorify God. This also became a blessing to others to wonder at what they heard over the excitement in heaven that was on earth. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. God's pleased with all people because of his son, but he's pleased for those who would believe that promise all their days against every day that tries to drag us down. We know on Christmas with wonder at how God has become man for all blessing while the world faces change. The signs marked out by the Lord Jesus are before us. His word and sacraments hold out the peace of God on earth to bless lives in a bigger way than just over-celebrating Christmas with sins forgiven of all kind. And salvation secure your life is a blessing to others, believe it or not. For God is well pleased with you and his son. A different standard has come out of Bethlehem for all blessing. Beloved, if God so loved us, and it isn't just because, oh, God loves people. This is God so loved us in this way, on Christmas Eve, in such a state, we also ought to love one another. Change shocked the world from above in 1968. I wasn't part of that world at that time. 
A good nine years, well, how long ago? Long enough. Nine years, I think, before I even cared about the world. However, on that Christmas Eve around the moon, one of the astronauts made this comment, the vast loneliness is awe-inspiring, and it makes you realize just what you have back there on Earth. What the Earth has is more than a unique place for men by a loving creator. Let the world hear again. Let your families hear. Why don't you just hear the message from angels given to lowly shepherds? Heaven rejoiced on earth at the birth of God in our flesh. The Father of heaven overshadows all with love sent in his Son to redeem us from fear, death, and deep darkness. Christmas puts God in a manger. And this has changed everything for our great blessing. Praise God for the child of Mary, born for us men, as we say, and for our salvation. God's peace and goodwill toward all. To you. In Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And tonight we have an additional hymn that will be following the sermon at this time, O Little Town of Bethlehem, quite fitting, uh, 361 is what we'll be singing. <laughs> 